0: You are listening to episode eight of the TJ Tells It podcast. Today, I'm telling you 10 simple ways to build a new habit. Welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and this is your straight talk guide to the fitness lifestyle by a non-traditional fitness junkie. Have you ever said, I could never run, lift weights, take a spin class, complete a 5K, or even that marathon? If you ever said, I'm not the fitness type, Are you afraid to go to the gym because you don't know where to start or what to do? Or are you just looking for a little motivation to get out the door? If I just described you, then this is the podcast for you. You will hear about starting a health and fitness lifestyle, tips and tricks to staying on track and motivated. You'll learn the ins and outs of becoming a healthier you. You will also get to meet some of my favorite fitness junkies around and more. Lace up your shoes and let's get this journey started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. I'm TJ, your host, and I want to say welcome, welcome to all the new listeners out there and welcome back to my return listeners. I appreciate you clicking play each time there's a new episode. I should let you know that there might be a little bit more background noise um, in this episode than normal. I am recording in the North Georgia mountains in LJ, and so that breeze that you may be able to hear or the bird noises are not some new added soundtrack but just actual nature. But this week is all about habits. Today I'm telling you some simple practical steps to building a new habit. So let's start talking about some of these simple hacks to help you build your new habits. It's not easy to create a habit. I'm not going to say that it is always easy. Sometimes it may come second nature because it's something that you are already doing but didn't realize that you were already doing it. But then there are those habits that are just brand new habits and they are going to take some time to establish them. But luckily I have some tips and tricks and simple hacks that you can use in order to uh, create the new habit. You use these hacks until you've internalized them and the new habit has become automatic or until you don't need them anymore. But it's okay if you always use these simple tips tips and tricks to maintain your habit. Let's talk about the first one. You've heard me tell it before and I'm going to keep telling you this as a cornerstone of your health and fitness journey is to schedule it and put it on the to-do list. Schedule it in. Set a meeting with yourself. Write it on your to-do list if you're a to-do list and like to cross things off the list. It helps. It Seems like it may be tedious to begin with, but if you take the time to do it on the early part of your journey, it also becomes routine. It becomes routine to schedule things in and know that that scheduled meeting with yourself is important and necessary so that your health and fitness journey can continue and you become a healthier you. Also, it helps that sometimes you forget to do whatever the new habit is that you're coming up with. Maybe it's a new habit to start drinking water. I set reminders and I reset reminders and I keep those reminders to drink water because I know it's something that's easy to get pushed to the back burner when I get really busy during the day. You will be immensely helped by reminders. Technology drives our world. You have a phone. You may have a smartwatch. You have uh, maybe an electronic calendar. All of those places allow you to set reminders that will ding and sort of be annoying to you a little bit, but triggers you in your, in the forefront of your mind to do whatever that reason is that you set the alarm. Even better, I have an app on my phone and I'll link it in the show notes that allows me to label my alarms. And so I have things on there that say like, get up, you have a plan or now's time to start making dinner or pack your clothes for tomorrow, things like that so that I don't forget why I set the reminder because sometimes I have a lot of reminders set. The second thing is make it public and be accountable. Y'all know I like to tell it. I mean, I have a podcast and vlog all about how I'm telling it and It has made a difference in my journey. If you tell someone who cares about you, what you're doing, or just tell it to the public, you don't want either that person being like, did you do what you did? And then have to tell them no, or you tell the world and, Everybody knows that you're supposed to be doing it, so you're more likely to do it. You're also going to remember what you posted about, and um, that helps remind you to do what you are trying to establish as a habit. Um, you may go as far as sharing it publicly on Facebook or Instagram, or you can write a blog entry about it, or write a letter to a friend. I know people don't do letters a whole lot in snail mail, but I love getting snail mail, and a person might appreciate as like, "Hey, here's an update on my life, and how are you doing?" and I'm starting this new habit and you've told them that so it's possible that the next time you see them they'll remember that partly because you sent them snail mail and they're like uh where did you get stamps from again or it could be that they like knowing what's going on in your life so update people tell them be public about it. And that will help your accountability. I talk about this as a main cornerstone to how to start your health and fitness journey in episodes one and two. So it's clearly a big deal. And that's why I'm telling it. It helps keep me accountable to you, my listeners, because I'm big on not being hypocritical. So if I tell you I have this habit that I'm trying to build of drinking more water every day, and I've come up with these tips and tricks and whatnot, you asking me how it's going, and did that trick or tip work for you in your water drinking habit journey will uh, motivate me to be able to give you a straight answer. I want to give you the straight talk. I want to tell you whether or not it actually works and whether or not it worked for me. So that's why I tell it. Find your why for why you're telling it and it will help maintain your accountability for your new habit. Third thing is piggyback on a habit you already have. This may seem like a kind of counterintuitive idea, but in reality, if you can combine something that you're already doing with a new habit, you have those built-in reminders already because it's part of your routine and you're doing it already. So let's take the example of you always eat a snack at 3 p.m. and you want to build a new habit of taking a walk. Make the snack your post walk activity. So maybe you set an alarm for 245 because you want to get in a 15 minute walk every day and you want to maintain your routine of your three o'clock healthy snack. So you say, okay, here's what I'm going to eat for my snack. You've, you're already in the habit of making a healthy snack and bringing it with you and making sure you always have it because at 3 p.m. healthy snack time comes around and you know, you get hangry because you got to eat on a schedule. I may or may not be talking about myself, but now you're like, okay, I need to do this 15 minute walk. When can I do it? Perfect time. 15 minutes before you go have your 3 p.m. snack. Go take your 15-minute walk. You'll clear your brain, you'll be better for it, your body will be ready to receive some nutrition, and you'll have gotten some extra movement in. But you're also establishing a new routine that's piggybacking off of one that you already have. You're starting your 3 p.m. snack routine 15 minutes earlier. You're starting at 2:45 instead of at 3 o'clock. So it's a slight shift but it's piggybacking on something that you already do. It's way easier to amend an existing habit or routine than to create an entirely new one. Trust me on this, it is, but it doesn't mean that you can't create an entirely new routine and that it's an impossible feat. The fourth one, make slip ups costly. Figure out what's important to you. Is money important to you? Is having this new item important to you? Is it what's your like present? What's your um, goal that you really are working towards? So if you choose the one that's making it costly, it's sort of like the cuss jar. So, you know, when people are trying to break the habit of cursing, they'll put a jar in their house and say, you got to put a quarter in every time you curse, you got to put a dollar in or five dollars in every time you curse. Do that for your habit. So it's, it's a fun idea. You put a jar in the kitchen counter, you put it, you know, on your desk. And each time you slip back into a bad habit or a habit, a routine you're trying to get rid of and remove from your everyday routine, put a value on it and make it so that you have to pay a dollar in that jar. It will help you quickly remember to skip whatever that bad habit is or not to fall back into that routine. But you could also make it a reward for creating a new healthier habit. And so it could be your new pair of running shoes jar. So if you want to build a routine of running and or walking or racing, and you know that you're going to have to expend some cash out, but you also need to establish the routine before you spend $150 on shoes, because in the past that hasn't made it so that you then created the routine. Make it the reward, make it the goal that you're reaching for and you're paying for it with your slip-ups. Or every time you do the habit... Like take your 15 minute walk before you have your 3 p.m. snack. You put a dollar or five dollars in the jar. And by the time you've established this as a new routine and habit, you have enough in your jar to buy your new pair of running shoes. It's a fun way to motivate you to reach a goal. And if you're breaking a bad habit and you're paying every time you do that bad habit, you can make that a donation jar. So donate to a local charity in your area that um, is important to you. You. And that way your slip ups, while they're costly, they can also help someone else out. Fifth one I have for you is find a partner or an accountability group or someone who um, will do this with you. So you're building this new water drinking habit and you're telling your friend this and they say, oh, I should really do that too. That's your point where you go, oh, do it with me. We can do it for 21 days and keep each other accountable. I'll send the text the first day that says, hey, don't forget to get your water in and you send the text the next day. It could work as simply as that. And that way two people are building a new healthier habit and the world is better for it, right? With nothing else, You'll be better for it because you don't want to have to call that friend and be like, so you know how I was going to start drinking more water? Well, today I only had eight ounces of water. That's it. You don't want that because your friend is going to shame you, especially if they're on it. And if they're not on it and they're struggling with it and you're both struggling together, you're more likely to bring things together and come up with creative ways and ideas to make this a successful habit. You'll encourage each other to keep going, and it's way harder to skip whatever the new habit is if someone else is depending on you to be there. The sixth tip trick hack I have for you is make it a group challenge. The more, the merrier. This is very similar to five, which is find a partner or someone else to do it with you, but do it in a large scale group. There's a reason why there are those group challenges to lose weight and more people are successful with that than ever before, than if they did it on their own. If a whole group of people get together and do it together, then you have that many more ideas of how to overcome a hurdle that you may come up against. And you have way more people to choose from. With today's day and age of technology and the internet and groups and Facebook, they don't even need to be local. So it takes out the excuse of, I don't have anyone in my area who's doing this. Find a supportive group online and challenge each other to stick with the new habit the next 21 days or so. You're not going to want to be the first one to give up on the habit. So you're more likely to establish that new habit. And even better, you'll have bragging rights if you're the only one in the group that makes it to the end and has a new habit. You'll be better for it. And you got a little bragging rights. Who doesn't love that? Next one I have for you is do your new habit when your real power is the strongest. If you're a morning person and you know you get stuff done in the morning, do your new habit in the morning if it's amenable to that. If it's a say a 15 minute walk, do that in the morning before your day gets going and then you have control over that. Plus your real power is at the strongest. Later it gets in the day. If you're a morning person, the harder it is to make the hard decisions. It's easy to fall back into those old routines or say, oh, I'm going to do it later, but get it done. If you're a night owl, Plan for you to take your 15 minute walk in the evening. You're more likely to enjoy it and your willpower is gonna be the strongest then. The next one, and I've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast is to use physical reminders. I told y'all, I think it was back in episode one or two about how I have this problem with standing with my knees locked and my magic lady Donna was telling me that, that my back, and hips and knees. And really probably my whole body would feel better if I didn't stand with my knees locked because that wasn't anatomically correct. And I needed to work on it. I needed to build a habit where it was automatic that when I was standing in place, I didn't lock my knees. So in reality, I had to break a habit and build a habit all at the same time. And so I use physical reminders. I put post-it notes around my house to remind me to think about what my knees were doing. It triggered the new habit and broke the old habit all at the same time. My post-it notes were as simple as, what are your knees doing? And that reminded me, oh wait, I should make sure that they're (laughs) uh, not locked in in the appropriate position. It's made a world of difference. I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it because I'm not perfect at anything really, other than breathing in and out. And even then sometimes I question, hmm, maybe I'm not perfect at that either. But that's, a whole nother thing. Standing with my knees locked happens less and less frequently and I can tell a difference. And I did it by putting up a physical post-it reminder. The other thing you could put a picture of your goal. Say you have a goal of saving money so that you can go participate in a race in a different country. So you put up pictures of the finish line, put up pictures of the new fancy location. Say it's like New Zealand or Australia or it's even a different state or a different city in your state that you're in. That physical reminder of what you are working towards will help you establish your new habit. Or just use a simple quote that motivates you to live your healthiest life. The ninth hack I have for you is to set a time frame or benchmark. So I like to say 21 days to a new habit, and I will. check in with myself on that 21st day. Where have I come from day one to day 21? Do I have a new habit? Have I kept it going? Where am I going? But it's a benchmark. It doesn't mean that I necessarily am going to be perfect at the new habit automatically on day 21, but it gives me a goal to work towards. The very last tip I have for you is to remember that you're human and forgive yourself. You may forget to do the habit, you may not allow enough time one day and you may hit some bumps in the road, but remember that you should forgive yourself and keep going. One blown day doesn't mean that the habit is out of the water or you have to start all over. It just means that you forgot one day. You may have to put that $5 in the jar, but you can keep going. So let's recap. You got 10 simple tips, tricks, and hacks that you can use to create a new habit. First one is schedule it and put it on a to-do list. Second one, make it public and be accountable. The third one, piggyback on a habit you already have. Use a routine you've already established that has some good healthy habits in it and add to it. Fourth one is make slip-ups costly. Pay a little bit or on the inverse of that, reward yourself for maintaining that new habit. Fifth one, find yourself a partner and bring them along with you. Convince them to do it with you. And the sixth one, is make it bigger. Make it a group challenge and you'll have a whole group of people to support you along the way that are all going towards the same new habit. Seventh one, do it when your willpower is the strongest. If you're a night person, do it at night. If you're a morning person, do it in the morning. Eighth one, use physical reminders, post-it notes, pictures, quotes, all those things up so that you can see them in places where you're actually going to see them will make a world of difference. Ninth one, set a time frame or a benchmark or a check-in date. 21 days is my check-in date for a new habit, but you can pick any time frame you want. Tenth one is remember that you're human and f- forgive yourself. This is a one step at a time journey. I will keep saying that over and over again and know that these 10 tricks hacks, even if you only pick one, will help you in establishing your new habit. You can do this. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time for another episode of the TJ Tells It podcast, telling about a health and fitness journey. You can find all the archive episodes and show notes at tjtellsit.com forward slash podcast. Never miss the next episode by subscribing through your favorite podcast app, such as Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play, or just sign up for my email newsletter on tjtellsit.com. Not only that, signing up will score you a free weekly fitness planner. You can join me on Facebook to discuss the episodes and all things related to a health and fitness journey in the TJ Tells It community on Facebook. Just three questions to answer and I'll add you to the group. You can send your questions to me at tj at In between episodes, you can follow my journey on Instagram or Twitter by following TJ Tells It. Until next time. Keep in mind that this is a one step at a time, always moving forward journey and you will too succeed on your health and fitness journey. I'm TJ and I'm Telling You.